podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, good morning and welcome to the 30 from the Talking Cop. I'm Gav, that's Kev, it's Friday, it's the last one of the week. Um, and to be honest with you, this week has been bananas on this show. Um, I've really enjoyed it. It wakes me up. I, I, Kev, I start this show on a on a every morning at ten, and I'm kind of like I'm so tired. And then by the end of it, I'm buzzing. You know, I'm absolutely buzzing. Yeah. And my wife is like, I look, my wife yesterday was like, "What is going on?" And I was like, "What is happening?" Like I, I came out, I literally walked back into the kitchen yesterday, like everything was normal, and she was like, "Seriously." I'm listening to you in there and you're talking about fucking ham rolls, um, you know, people being afraid of mayonnaise, uh, you know, kippers. I heard kippers being mentioned. I was like, yeah, it's bananas. So she actually said to me yesterday, send me on the show on Spotify and tell me what minute your chronicle starter. So I did. So I actually must ask her this morning, how she, did she listen yeah. to it? But anyway, how are you, Kev? Friday? I'm good. Yeah. Calm down after a lot after last night. Um, did you one of the very I hate losing, and I hate ah, losing Kev. to Dross. And I, I, un, I understand the context of the game. I, I'm not, a, I'm not an idiot, mm-hmm. but I was expecting after the preseason, seeing a lot of those lads in preseason. Yeah, I expected a bit more out of some of them, and I, was, I went into watching last night. You know, hoping to see something that would give Klopp questions more than answers on some things, and. He got the wrong kind of questions coming out of a lot of those players last night. They were they didn't help the, help each other. The attitude to me looked all kinds of wrong. The attitude to me you looked know, like go out there and play, don't get fucking injured, and I'll see as a half full time. For some of them, yeah, and and I can understand that. But they hung the kids out to dry by doing that. Yeah, but the kids um, have to learn. Like, like, look, look, we put ourselves in a position in this group where we we wanted to yeah. literally bypass this game. Like nobody's been talking about it all week. Nobody's given no, a no. fuck about it, right? I didn't. I didn't see a live. Um, I I was at my daughter's Christmas show. Um, so I seen. I think I seen. I've seen the first half, and I did. I didn't see the second half. Um, and like we wanted to bypass this game. When I seen the team, I went, "Oh, okay, he's throwing a few in there." Makes sense. I think he might, and I thought he might make some change at half time, just give people 45 minutes here and there. And then you look at the, the young Flazies playing, like Bradley, you know, doesn't, hasn't played, like, just hasn't no. played. Kay Gordon, I think it's his first appearance in the Liverpool team in 17 months. Do you know what I mean? Like There's loads of players there, and genuinely going into that game last night, right? Get in, get out. They get game time. The, the players that will feature in the squad on Sunday, they get 45 or 60 or whatever it might be, and we get out of there. That's it. That's it. No yeah. injuries. Keep players ticking over, and we're yeah, absolutely we'd, fine. We'd, we'd four shots in 95 minutes. Yeah, I know. Yeah. And no, it, it was just one of the. There, I don't know. We'll see at the end of the season, at the, at the end of the European season, what kind of result that is. When we see how USG get on in the knockout in the in the Conference League, because I suppose taking it into context, there was something in it for them. 
they had yeah, to get loads something in it for it. them. Should they wanted to win and yeah. hope that LASK done them a favour against Toulouse, yeah. which would have let got them into the into the knockout yeah. or the qualifying round of things. So there was loads in it for them and nothing in it for us. Oh, no, nothing for like, us. Like there was and genuinely. Listen, Kev, if we'd have went out there last night and then players had to play quite well and you won the game, honestly, Kev, by fucking this time today, nobody would have thought about oh we won or whatever. Like it was literally a game. All we're looking at is Manchester United, West Ham. Oh yeah, Arsenal 100%. Before Christmas. And all them players are back in Liverpool now. They're fit. They've played. Yeah, I kind of get your point. The, the, you know, the young lads kind of got hung out to dry. But look, I tell you, man, Bradley had a fucking terrible time down the right. And in turn, Canate just seemed Defensive, to be playing yeah. right back. Yeah. The, Canate seemed to be playing right back for most of the first half. Anyway, that I seen. Um, yeah. It was like, this just happens. Do you know what I mean? It just, yeah. that that's yeah. what happens. But look, there's no, I doubt there's a single person at the accident this morning or when the players come back maybe early afternoon for a, a, a warm down session that anyone's going, Jays, we need to think about last night. He got in and he got out, Kev, and that's all he needed to do. Oh, you can tell by the press conference after the game. It was, it was literally, we earned the right to be able to do that last night. Yeah. And, and, and he did. And yeah. I, I couldn't argue a jot with him because he sat in his hall for 95 minutes just watching the game. Didn't yeah. get the only time he got uppity at all was there was a, uh, a hard tackle went in on one of the young lads late yeah. on in the game. Yeah. Other than that, he just sat and watched. It was like he was channeling his inner Bielsa sitting on a barrel. Yeah, because because he's just sitting yeah. there. And, and I get it. I, I and do he, get he it. Pro- he's probably letting uh, the other fella do a bit of the touchline stuff. And yeah, yeah, yeah. And like genuinely, like you know what his plan is when you see who is in trouble. And then you, when you see who starts and who comes on and who goes off, you know you can nearly you can nearly pick the team for Sunday off the back of it. You yeah. can pick the squad well, you off can, the yeah. back of it. And listen, the young lads, yeah, it's a tough one for them, but they have that's what they need, Kev. Like, yeah, if you oh, know, if Bradley, if Cade Gordon, if McConnell, who any of these that were out there yesterday, think they're going to come into this team and it's going to be fucking, you know, easy. It's not. And there is you're going to get games like that. They'll get games where they'll have six or seven force teamers with them. They'll end up in games where there's ten of the elite Liverpool players playing with them. They happen to have broken in. That's what you're going to get, and that's absolutely fine. Like, but we, we like Kev. I didn't talk about this game all week, and the reason I didn't talk about it yeah. all week genuinely is because no one was interested. Like, if I, oh, if I, I start it. going into, I, I know, if I, I start it. going into union and what's this and what's that. We came up against a team that were fighting for their lives to try to keep European football at their club. And we put out a team full of... Now, don't get me wrong. Jones players, Elliot players, Endo players, right? Canate players, Quanta uh, to a lesser extent. Gakpo plays the full, the full game. Yeah. and But you have to remember, Gakpo's playing that game and he's thinking to himself, I'm not getting injured in this when you know you're yeah. on Sunday. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. I was... You know, it's, it's just... Look... I saw in some places on social media, I, I didn't go in on any of the players, and I wouldn't go in on any of them, but the amount of stick and abuse that Darwin Nunes got over yeah. last night. Yeah. And like, lads, I don't care, and I said it in the pod last night, I don't care if you're at R9, prime R9 up front. If he's not getting any service, he's yeah. doing nothing. Yeah. And it was just one of them. And the way it played out, they were, I'd be interested to see how they get on the knockout stages because either they're better than I think they are, or, and I think they could be. There was a few. They had a few decent performances. They last have time. got a de- few decent players. But if we yeah. go over there and put our team out, we just beat them. Oh god, yeah, we batter them. Of course, you know what I mean. 
Yeah, that, that's not even a given. But like, but, but if you look, you can see the power. <laughs> so let's go back to the, the team just quickly, right? Endo yeah, plays yeah. in there. Play, Endo plays a half. Mm-hmm. Right? So you know that makes sense. Kanate plays a half. That makes sense. Now Elliot plays the full game, and so does Jones. Right? So that will tell you both will be on the bench on Sunday. Yeah. Right? That gets them up to speed. Kay Gordon plays 75, which is great for him to see. Gakbo plays the full game. Nunez only plays a half an hour. Right? Okay? Uh, Gravenberch comes on for a half. Gomez comes on for a half. Right? Okay? So, the only kind of one that throws me a little bit on that is, who's he going with up front on Sunday? Gakbo's just played a full game. Nunez has played half a game. You know, or half an hour of a game. You 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 think it's going to be Nunez on Sunday? Yeah, it looks like it. You know, it so like he he gets he gets a half into Gomez and a half into Gravenberch, which I think is perfect. Right, Gravenberch yeah. still needs to go up to speed physically for me. Gomez, I think he plays. I think he might play Gomez on Sunday with Van Dijk. I was going right. to ask you that. Um, I mean, given what, ask you the other way around. What do you think Manchester United will do Sunday? When you know the the players they have injured, how um, do you think they'll set up? I don't fully believe they've all these players injured for a start. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, we were talking about this yesterday, and like Martial, Rashford, Eriksen, Mount, all were just doubtful for the game. You know, two of them with sickness, two of them with knocks. Uh, Lindelof injured but it's been training all week uh emma reckons that lissandra martinez has been training all week but he's shown on my app as not being back till early january um from what i can see harry Maguire has anyone felt does anyone hear what's the extent of harry Maguire? Luke i haven't Shaw heard injured? anything nothing's being said so i don't know what team they're gonna put out i don't care what team they put out i want liverpool to go out and be liverpool at anfield in the dark, under the floodlights, a half hour on Sunday. That's all I want. What do I think yeah. they'll do? Um, what they should do is come out and sit in with two banks, probably two banks of four and a five, really, um, and hope to get out of Anfield with something. If they come out and open up, they're in serious trouble because they don't walk back. They just don't walk back. No. Um, but Kev... Like, I could, I, we could do a preview on this game and we could do it for an hour and a half and we could do every little, you know, bit of it. But the simple fact of the matter is, Liverpool are going to put out 11 there on Sunday and if them 11 go out and apply themselves and walk hard, they'll beat Manchester United. Because United don't apply themselves and don't walk hard. And you can have all the players United. in the world, but they don't chase back. They When they get intercepted, they all just stand looking. They don't want to walk. And, you know, team-wise, you know, it's... I think it's on, mental uh, what uh, they've turned into. It, but but it that's really where they are, Kev. It, like, this isn't a, considering this isn't what we grew up team. watching. Yeah, this. What we, you know, even under Mourinho, uh, under I suppose every manager really, even under Solskjaer, they had a way of playing. You could tell what Manchester United. We could sit down today, if it was a Solskjaer team, and say, right, this is what they're going to do, yeah, and this is how they're going to set up the yeah. set up set up and play against us. I've no clue what this guy is trying to do. Because this guy, you see, this guy is running off a reputation of playing possession football um, that he did at Ajax and, you know, possession attacking football. And he's caught between, not even caught between, but that's the, that's the, the uh, you know, the impression you get of him. 
and then or what he's going to do and then when you look at them you go that isn't even soldier level of, of counter what he's doing here you know but the problem is it doesn't matter what you want to play if your team don't work you're not going to get anything like if you don't Kev look just take the Bournemouth game on its own four minutes in a fella chips a ball from left back into the middle of the pitch for no reason terrible <coughs> right Lewis Cook comes onto it. The fella that's put the ball's going to, I can't remember who it was, just stops. Literally stops, right? Lewis Cook takes one, two touches, and he travels probably 20 yards with them two touches. Amrabat just looks at him, running by him, okay? R- looks at him, running by him. Eventually tries to make a half-hearted effort to get back. The ball's crossed, and Luke Shaw doesn't want to go near it. Not none of my business. And Solanke's the only man in the box with Harry Maguire, and Harry Maguire's three yards off by the time Solanke scores. Now, Kev, we someone can make a mistake from a ball in, but you have to chase Lewis Cook. You have to try block the thing. The fella that sent the half the front post has to be in a much better position where he's allowed attack the ball without being worried about it. And the, and if it gets beyond him, that other defender has to be goal side of Dom Solanke at all times. Simple as that. Yeah. And they don't do the simple things. They don't do the bread and butter things in football games. Now, like people point, oh, they went the one or everything, everything great for him. Go much back the game against Everton, right? They're, they're, they scored an unbelievable goal three minutes in, right? They kind of have a little bit of control for the first 15 minutes of the game because Everton, I think, are shell-shocked by what's going on in the crowd, to be honest, right? And then Everton decide, let's put some pressure on this. Let's run a bit, round a bit. And as soon as Everton run around a bit and pressure them, Luke Shaw is literally crossing the ball into his own box. That's what the fuck's going on. Right, they're not chasing back. Everton have three or four really good chances that if we get them, we'll take them. Yeah, yeah. and then what happens? Everton run out of steam. Everton actually fall back into themselves in the second half. And you know, without being overly dangerous, get a penalty and get a tour goal late on. So it's all about applying yourself. It's like, that's it. You know, like even in teams gone boy, you'd say, oh, you know, from United, you go, oh, him and him, watch him. You need he's a come for this. He's. It's not the case with this. No, Literally, nothing. if your two yeah. fullbacks are brave enough to go forward, you're going to have Garnacho and Anthony or whoever the fuck, Rashford, whoever, has to chase back and has to sit back. They're going to sit in, Kev. They're going to sit in and they're going to look for the two wide men and the fellow up front to break. That's what they're going to do. But it's up to us. If we, even in that case, if we apply ourselves, we just beat them. We just beat yeah. them. There's no. And listen, actually, I go as far as to say there's no excuse for Liverpool not to beat these on Sunday. That's a Oh, God, no. There's no excuse. No. And if you want to be in a tight race, you have to beat this because these are deplorable. Right? Yeah, yeah. Don't They're going to drop don't points. Watch, don't know what they're... you're doing. At home to Bayern Munich and he said, Gav, they were terrified to come out and play. Yeah. They had some good... They, I they had a couple of, I said, ah, they, they had five shots. He said, they had four, five shots. Four of them are all over the place and the other one was straight down uh, Neuer's throat. Other than that, he said, they were all in the box. Nine of them in the box at times trying to defend. Yeah. You know, and a so, game that they had, to, they had to win like and... Yeah, Bayern were poor. You know, Bayern in the middle of the park. Goretzka and Kimmich were wide up. Any but, half decent but, side. But then Dunner said they were. Up, but Dunner said they were like they were literally in second gear, just floating around the place. Yeah, do you know what I mean? And then mental. you see, like even even the Bayern goal, it's not clinical attack on football. It's literally a ball to Kane who takes a touch and then goes, oh, "I'll just slip it behind him." And then the goalkeeper don't know where the fuck he's gone when Coleman gets it. He, he fucks off to the left of the goal for some reason. Stand still and then goes to the left. As if, what the fuck? Where are you going? And then your man just goes, oh, that's Grant. More of the goal. Knocks it in. Um, 
Let me read out a couple of these. Uh, yeah. Garmax's last night was an elaborate training session. The most meaningless game we'll play this season. Um, well, let me see. Uh, and Scouts P says, that was the first team. Lads who played together week in, week out. They all they all have the shapes, triggers and whatnot off, off to a tee. Uh, we should give them the respect they deserve. Uh, Liverpool, uh, let me see. Uh, Liverpool could have over 20 shots on goal on Sunday with over 10 shots from outside the box. Let Nunes give a trip behind and Sobos Lloyd-Jones, Diaz, Salah, Trent hitting Onana from 25 yards. That's what Rory would do. Owen says Ten Hag has abandoned his philosophy after two games when they got hammered by Brighton and Brentford in his first two games. He hasn't had a clue what to do since only try catch teams out on the counter. Um, lads, be careful, says Gar. We will have to turn and perform. Regardless of form, this is still Man United. We need to improve on recent games. We don't need... Uh, honestly... Anfield is going to be like a bear pit on Sunday. I'd be uh, because listen, uh, people think Liverpool fans are going to go in there and be just ah, oh, we just win this. It's not going to be. They want no. blood. They want yeah. they absolutely the same way we used to go. We used to go to Old Trafford in the nineties. They wanted blood, and if they got if they seen a Liverpool team in bad form, they wanted them hammered. And we've taken a few at Old Trafford we've oh, yeah. taken a few over the years don't forget that but Anfield would be like a bear pit and people like, and you got the extras the extra 7,000 you've got the extra well. seats but then but then like people like my big thing about Fulham was we go 1-0 one, one up and 2-1 one up, one up against Fulham and we just switch off like we win the game that won't be allowed to happen on Sunday because yeah. if you know if you're not 1-0 down after 5 minutes here on Sunday I'm telling you now Anfield will want 2 and then when they get 2 they want 3 they won't let off they won't all sit back and go oh, that's that game this is United this is different Everything else, um, oh, I think the United players either don't don't want to do what Ten Hag says, or there's a communication problem. Either way, I'm happy. Says Rod, lads, who who wins the worst of '90s Liverpool or this Man United? I think '90s Liverpool, and that's Danny. Yeah, I I agree because Liverpool weren't at the quality that Manchester United were, at, but they they had. St- you could throw some of Liverpool like we pass it too much or we're a bit shaky in defence but we've loads of goals. Like If you go through the 90s Liverpool teams, like genuinely, from 94 to 97 we couldn't stop scoring goals. We couldn't <coughs> stop conceding them. You know you're doing that. They concede, they don't score an awful lot. Right? And then when you go into like even teams where we weren't potent attacking wise because we were good in defence but we just couldn't marry the two together. This looks like a team that don't work. They look like a team that you can open up. They look like a team you can score against. And they look like a team that, like I say, if you actually just play to your physical ability, they won't get, get a fucking glove on you. Because they're not bothered. They don't they, want to. No, want and to. that's that's the worst. That, that's the worst a lot, is the attitude. It's If you're a United fan now, I think, you, I think you're past the point of where you're caring. Because you know what's coming. And if we play anywhere near our capabilities, we've been dominating the ball without... Scoring loads, but we have in general been get like Rory is spot on. We do get twenty-five to thirty shots off in most games, and if we get anywhere near that level on Sunday, then it could be another three or four or five. And there's you, no, there's no excuse not to. Be I've honest. never got into no, none. Like, like if if, I, if look if we went to, if we came out with this game on Sunday and lost one nil, and people going. Oh, they got a jammy goal. Me bollocks. No. Right? Because I'm telling you, Bournemouth have gone to Old Trafford and opened them up, opened them up time after time. Bayern literally went in there and played in second gear and beat them. They're not good. There's no, no really nothing not. to what they do. They don't have a plan. Their captain gets booked last week because he doesn't want to turn up at Anfield. 
Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Their goalkeeper's all over the place. Their left back is playing centre back ahead of their centre backs because he doesn't trust the rest of them. He brings Varane back in there, doesn't he? After being out in the cold for I don't know how long. Whips him off after 80, right? Because he might want to protect him. Team was Onana will play, Wamba Saka will play. I think Lindelof will play, and I think yeah. Varane will play beside him. The lot will play left back. And then he'll go, he'll go McTominay. He'll go... Um, I think Manu will play. He might play a man Manu, but he'll definitely play McTominay. Or hundred yeah. um, percent. That'll be two midfield, and the three, um, the three then will be for me, will be Garnacho, uh, Anthony, Rashford, Hoyland. That'll be the, the the four up front. That's what they do. And what they look to, they look to break. But the problem is, how does how much does Anthony walk? How much does Garnacho walk? How much does Rashford walk? Because he just stops. He right? And Hoyland has loads of pace, but it's up to us. If we again, if we go and play our game and apply ourselves to the max, they're not getting balls to him. They're just not getting them to yeah. him. And even if they want to play them down the sides, we gobble them up. We win our we win our battles there, and we just keep playing. Um, but look, it's it's looking forward to it. Gotta be honest. I, I, so am I. It, it, for for different reasons this time because every game we play against Manchester United over the last decade. I've looked at I've looked at their threats and thinking, yeah, if if he has a really good game, if Rashford has a really good game on the wing, he can cause loads of problems. This player can cause problems. That player on his day is brilliant. Look, they're really, really bad. This is probably the worst Manchester United side I can remember since the Ron Atkinson days. Yeah, they, they uh, just look disorganized. They're going back. They're they're horrendous. They look disorganized, and then what's happening with them as well is is that they're changing their back four all the time and they're changing the lads in front of them all the time do you know what I mean like people are going yeah. on like McTominay and McTominay's a good player but he's one of the actors yeah. he tried to get rid of and and the, the reason the reason McTominay gets a couple of goals is because at times when they get when they get hold of the ball he's willing to run into spaces he's willing to get in the box and do something but the problem that they're going to have is if they come out and try to do that and Liverpool win it they're not getting Diaz, back they're not getting Salah. back Diaz, Salah, no. Nunes Graven Bear to midfield, a Sobos Lloyd powering it through midfield, they're not going to get back at you because they don't want no. to. Sorry, Amrabat will play in midfield. Um, Amrabat will play Yeah, he'd be, yeah he'd probably be a third. And... <coughs> no, they'll play 4 2 3 1. That's what they'll do. Oh my God. That's what I think they'll do. Oh my God. Unless, they, go, um, unless they do go Amrabat and Mayne with McTominay and then they, they just two out wide and one up front. They could even do Martial up front with Rashford one side and looking. Basically looking to say, right, we could play Martial and Rashford, and if we're if later on in the game we want to change it, we can bring on, um, we could bring on a Hoyland and a, uh, you know, a fucking, yeah, whoever they leave out, basically, whoever, yeah, yeah, yeah. But listen, there. don't be surprised if Luke Shaw turns up on Sunday and plays, or because I I don't believe all this stuff that they're all injured anyway. Do you know what I mean? But if they haven't been playing against Bayern Munich, there's something wrong with them, which means they're coming fresh into a, into a Liverpool game where they're expected to drill. And I, I, I've never even said, I've never really said this again about this game, but I genuinely think anything less than three points for Liverpool is a disgrace on Sunday because that's how yeah. bad I think these are. 
and that's just where I am. Uh, let me see. Uh, look at the back four for the for the Bayern goals as well. The line was all over the place. Wambasak is four yards behind the rest, and Evans four yards ahead of the other two defenders. Um, I think two, uh, Rod reckons two goals by Salah. He'll be on fire. Nunes with an assist. Love Nunes, but needs to start scoring a few. He's won late goals since Newcastle away, and he's played plenty. It's getting shit at bus time, to be honest with you. It's not that, that far down the road at all, Jerry. It's not shit at bus time. Um, hope United yeah. doesn't do a Burnley and get too physical out of sheer desperation. Having said that, I guess Sean Dyche will probably uh, do okay at United, uh, says Rod. Um, but this is the thing about United. They don't become too physical. What happens is they just everything just drains out of them, and you just start playing around them, and they, they, they don't. Like, I'll put it to you this way. I can, I said it before. I could see this game where we're nil all in 80. Right? Because if they if they actually manage to put something together where they can defend. Right? Or I could see Liverpool 3 nil up after 15 minutes. And I'm not exaggerating. Right? No. But, you go back to the Arsenal game. Do you remember the Arsenal game at Anfield when we just ripped into them in the first half? Yeah, four goals in 20, 20 minutes. Yeah, 20 odd minutes. But that's well within us this season. Even though I don't think we've played anywhere near well for a, probably about a month mm. but there there's signs in games that it's starting to come together we just yeah. haven't put together a full 90 in a, in a in a good while to be honest probably since villa yeah you know I, and, but, but, but uh, the other the other thing i could see is that liverpool could be training up on 60 here and liverpool just call it quits both teams were out saying it and call it quits liverpool are going into another game on wednesday night. that's where i could see you yeah. know what i mean that's what i could see there's play I just can't see Liverpool not taking three points here. And I, I, I don't see, unless something mad happens, unless, it's, unless you know, United break away after 10 minutes and, and someone gets taken down and, and there's a red card or there's a, a rash tackle goes in somewhere. But literally, if Liverpool go in, keep their heads, walk and do what they're meant to do, they win the game. Because yeah. it, it's not, it's not, you're not coming away from United games going, Jay, they're really good there, they just couldn't finish. You know they're not coming away from games like that. You're literally coming away from games going, they are dog shit because they don't want to. They don't want yeah. to apply themselves. Every every side themselves. they've played, every side they've played against has created good chances. Yes, and forced Onana either into really good saves or absolute calamitous errors. Yeah, yeah. But because in every game, he's it, a talking point. Part, yeah, because part of it for me is Onana's. I'd say Onana's stand like all going. What the fuck is going on here? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like he, the the pressure. <coughs> literally saving 15 shots a game like that's that's just not what happens and no. he doesn't know what the fellas in front of him are doing so and he ends up not knowing what he's doing and fucking self uh drop points is a disaster will be a disaster for us um so jerry these are one of the lesser teams will come here only our attitude being off could turn us into a contest i fully agree with that i fully yeah, agree with that ocean says don't be winning this on sunday um uh, if, you, if you don't be winning this on Sunday, the oh, full-time red show won't be a happy one at all. <laughs> no, there'll, there'll be two shows on Sunday. No. There'll be one at about quarter to seven. And yeah, and, and one will be worse than the other, I can guarantee. I can imagine if you if we didn't get three points out of this and you left yourself and Shawnee and Keith and Emmett stew on it for a few hours, good God, bring cans. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but but the thing is, um, just like in, 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 in terms of Liverpool, Alisson will be in goal, Trent, yeah. I have a feeling on Gomez with Van Dijk, but I could be wrong. They've they played Canati and, and Gomez for a half. I but. think he could give. I think he. I wouldn't be surprised if he gave Kwanzaa an hour. He I honestly, he could do. I think, he, I think he was very good. He was good last night. All things being equal, right? All things being equal, Canati plays, but 
Yeah. Looking at the form of Canate, Sheffield United away bugged the shit out of me with Canate. Right? Way too rash. Needs to learn that when you're in control of a game, just do your defending and the rest will come. Um, Quanta has done nothing wrong. Gomez, I think, has come on um, steadily this season. I'm, I don't know. I think it's a flip of a coin at the minute. Um, Simic has to be left back. Midfield, this is the interesting one. Endo only plays a half, a half there last night. I think he starts Endo and I think he's right to. Right, because as much yeah. as as much well, you see, as much as I don't rate this United side, what you need to make sure is that there's somebody there that's willing to intercept, throw a tackle in, and get us moving the other way. And I think Endo's good at that. I'd play Endo, right? I think yeah. Sob is okay. low players. I think Sob is low players, and I think um, I'm not too sure on the last one in midfield. It's probably between Gravenberch. Yeah, it's probably. Going I think it has match. to be. I think it has to be given who played. Given the other two boys played full games on Thursday night. Full games, you know. And I so did um, so did Gakpo. Yeah, he'd have been the other option to play as an ace. Yeah. Um, I think. I think he does go. Yeah, I think he does go Gravenberch. I think he goes Gravenberch. I think he go Endo Gravenberch and Sabas Loy, and then I think it's Nunes, Diaz, Salah up front. And yeah, he talked. He talked in the last press, not in the last press conference, but in the last post match, he was asked a question: "Could you play the four? And he said, "Yeah, you can." And there are ways to engineer it, but he said, "If there's anything that needs to be adjusted on seventy minutes, he's got nothing on the bench to change anything." Yeah. So that's why he'll he'll ha- he'll keep one of them back. You know, with uh, with Jota being out injured, he'll keep Gakpo back as a as an option. To change anything or switch anything if he needs to, yeah. so it's almost nailed on. I think the Gravenberg starts. The only question I think Chris and Matt had last night is: Would there be an option to play Joe Gomez at right back and start Trent in midfield? No. Given, no, given the fact that you're gonna be dom- you're gonna dominate the ball. You're gonna, yeah, but we 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 dominate the ball at Crystal Palace, and Trent didn't yeah. look right in there. And not only I keep saying this. United, United love Trent to be in there and Joe Gomez are right back because then they just turn around and go, listen, I'm about you just go and stand on him. Or McTominay, you yeah. just chase Trent wherever he fucking goes. Because then you have him in a position where you can just take him out of the game. right? I'm not saying they will successfully take him out of the game, but they, 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 their mission is quite clear as to where Trent's playing. Whereas if you play him at right back and you've three in midfield, right? then, you, then, then it's up to you to say, right, am I going to make Garnacho chase him? Right, in the midfield. Yeah, which then leaves Salah basically one on one with your full back. Or do I leave do I gamble and leave Garnacho out there, which most do. Most actually don't. Most actually push a Garnacho back on top of the lot to make sure the ball can't be get get to Salah. But then that leaves Trent yeah. time to come in and do his thing. I would go I go, but do you know something? I go with Trent the right back, I go with the three midfield, but I'd actually I'd reduce the amount of time Trent spends in that inverted role. I think making this pitch big and making it wide, and making yeah. us fizzing it around, and then trying to overload with a Sabah's Loy Salah uh, Trent thing, or trying to over, because you will get the overload, because they won't chase you, they won't be, yeah. they're not disciplined enough to chase you, I want us to, I want it to be really intense, and I don't want us to have any holes in us, so I'd actually go and say to Trent, listen, do me a favour, force 20, right? Un- until unless this game completely slows down, and you need to go in and take it, force 20 would have been manic, you stay out there, you stay out there, 
keep trying to get the ball to Salah, keep trying to get it into Nunez's feet, keep trying to get it to Saba's line, keep us moving constantly down that side, and yeah. things will open up. Because I think the more we move on the right hand side, oh, if Diaz score, if Diaz starts, I have I'm have money on him to score. Yeah, I think, I think, I think it was I, it was I, I telling at the weekend. It was telling at the weekend against Palace when Joe Gomez came on and opened up the right hand side and stayed wide and went around on the outside of fullbacks. How much space it opened up for everyone else because Palace weren't set up to expect it. Yeah, and it made a massive difference, a huge difference. And yeah. like you said, if if Trent does that, even if it's twenty minutes, even within games, it would it would give managers so many headaches because you what you do you know yeah. it it opens up so many options in different areas just, of the pitch that you're not prepared for they will be prepared for a certain thing like palace were but i think if you vary up like i don't think they're prepared for trent to be out wide for this whole game yeah and then we can mm -hmm. start switching it in but like i said we need we need like everyone in that ground needs to be absolutely on their toes right from quarter past four on sunday on their toes ready to go and when that whistle goes we need to be, it needs to be loud, it needs to be like just intimidating, it needs, the, the players need to be, not reckless, but snapping in, making, when you know you get it, whistles, everything, just get into them, make them rush it, keep winning it back, because they'll just panic, I'm telling you now, they'll panic, and, and they won't want to be hostile, hostile yeah, well. and then I want, I want to see, I want to see Diaz on the ball as early as possible, right, and I don't, I'm not interested in cutting, so I want them to jink in and out, and get a corner off it, you know, go buy somebody. I want Salah to do the same. I want Sabazoy to open his legs up. I want him to hit a couple of shots. I want all out mayhem from the fourth five. And I'm not talking mayhem where oh, we're leaving ourselves on with the back. I want mayhem where it's just there's an intensity and pace to it. Where Liverpool set it early, and when they set it early, it's up to United to stay with them or they're in trouble. And I believe that they'll be in trouble. That's where I am. And it, there's no there's no tactical thing on this. There's no like brilliant insight, right? And you could argue I never have any brilliant insight. But what I'm saying is, oh, that's what that's what will do this for you. Watch the games they play. When teams actually turn it up the notch physically and in speed, they will. They don't. I'm telling you now, they, they don't want to know. They don't want to know. Yeah? yeah. Let me read out some of these before we go. Um, or we were short on Chronicles this morning. People are very tired towards the end of the week. Emma reckons Onana, Wan-Bissaka, Varane, Shaw, Delot, McTominay, Amrabat, Mount, Rashford, Martial, Garnacho. Um, McTominay, Amrabat, Mount, yeah, Jesus, right. Um, let me see. Let me see. Let's go back here. Uh, let me see. Uh, Rod says, if I was sat in the dressing room and Sean Dyfe washed in, I'd be, I'd, uh, I'd be pricking up my ears. If Ten Hag turned up, I, I don't think I'd care. He lacks charisma. Not that I really care, but uh, look at Klopp compared to him. Yeah, uh, Pete will go with uh, Jones and Sabah's Um And Rory agrees. Uh, Cortes is the key to Diaz playing well because he's happy to go outside, says Pete. Fair enough. Um, Rory will go Jones over Gravenberch. Jones, Gravenberch, Sabah's Light says Tor. He's gone a little bit different, which is sound. When's McAllister due back? He won't be back till after. He might have a chance at Arsenal, I think. I think he might have a chance at Arsenal. Yeah. Um, that injury sounds like a right horror one to Yeah, way, it's, it's more. I, I, yeah, and look, it's stitches and all involved. So we'll have to wait and see. Um, let me see. Jerry says it's a game to let Gravenberch loose, uh, take over a huge game and really announce himself outside of Liverpool. Rod says it would be funny if Gravenberch scored a few. From what I hear, Ten Hag wanted them, but they, he didn't want Ten Hag. Trent needs to stay at right back. His influence has felt more from there. In midfield, he can get marked out of the game. <coughs> if, if the game slows to where we're 
starting, you know, control it, I've no problem in there. But if it's if it's fast, I want them out there. I want them pinging stuff at Salah and going here. You do what you need to do. Uh, let me see. Leave Trent or right back just to uh, flying up and down the wing. It'll work. I think you get a goal off Darwin. Um, of a of a beauty of a ball into the boxes, Ocean. And um, let me see. Uh, Emma says it takes Ten Hag about five minutes to get a sentence out. His press conferences are torture. Um, yeah, there was no chronicles today. Um, let me see. Was there anything happening? There was a bit of stuff. Uh, Brian had a big evening last night, if I remember rightly. Oh, I, um, some, I think there's some summer heads in there this morning. Yeah, yeah. So, um, Brian Brian laid out a stall fairly early this morning. He said. Uh, Oh no, there was a bit of a rant last night from Matt. Um, he says, so there was a clip thrown in there last night. I think it might have been of Mike alone trying to pronounce Aubameyang. Yeah. Um, which I didn't, I didn't watch. But uh, Matt had a bit of a rant, he says. Professional fucking broadcaster talking about a well-known footballer. Embarrassing. It took the fan content creators like a week to work out the pronunciation of Saba's lie. There's no excuses for Alan, uh to be doing that. Unless he corrected himself just after the clip ended. Gary McDonald straight in store and he went, Oh, Gav, we have a new source for the Telegram Chronicles. <laughs> Matt comes back, doubles down. Not asked, here he goes. But it's not asking too much, is it? For someone paid massive sums of money to talk about these players on television. To just know the tiniest bit of work beforehand and learn how to pronounce a name. It's not like Mainu has just come into the team and broadcasters, you let the name his proper pronunci- pronunciation. Brian Mbwemo is the current problem for most comms. It's not Mbwemo. Mbwemo. And I was like, right, I, I might be saying that wrong myself. Uh, Pete, Pete backs up Matt and agrees with him. Um, he just gives a little little, uh, little agreement just to calm him down, I think. Um, lads, you just need to calm down, says Gar. Take it from me. You'd be splashed all over YouTube at 10 a.m. if you don't, don't stop giving out. Um, then Brian... 8.33 this morning, it was solemn, it was solemn this morning, oh. he said, I'm too hungover to contribute to any nonsense this morning. Good night out, was it, says Gar. Here's the big event he was at. We host the Donegal branch of the Irish Farmers Association annual dinner every year. Fuck me, those lads can drink. Wow. Basically similar. So, he follows on, he backs it up, he says, basically similar. We have a group of local farmers that all get together once a month to discuss stuff and go through things in farms to try and improve. I'd say it's the crack. Uh, Christmas party last night after the AGM. You be bollocks after it. Um, which reminds me of something I'll tell you now in a minute. Uh, Pete gets in and he says, sounds like great fun. Snorry face. Mm. Great crack so it was, says, says Brian. Loads of farmers all drinking points. You can't beat it. I don't know. I think you might. Then Owen tries to store up a bit of trouble. He says, What's the Donegal farmer there who predicts if there will be a heat wave every summer just in the way the cows are standing in the field? Gar MacDonald, head of tourism in Donegal, of course, because he walks up there and says, That was a postman. <laughs> Owen books it. Jay's, yeah, you're right, actually. Um, think he gave up the prediction business during COVID. So the cows obviously weren't ours during COVID. The cows sent COVID and went, Ah. No, we're not, we're not bothered anymore. Sure, it's ran its course. It's ran its course. Uh, let me see. Um, Pete then dives in and he says, Ah, getting the horn over your man's new John Deere 6155M. Um, 
the M series are a good tractor to be fair now, P. Says Brian, trying to calm it down. Ah, it's no Massey 135, says Gar. I think Gar's made that up. Gar's from Blake Clondalk and he hasn't got a clue about tractors. I'll be minding him. Oh, Jesus Christ. Anyway, uh, Kev, I think you jumped in and you showed us a few pictures of some tractors. I don't know whether we you weren't sure if we knew what tractors were, but you threw two pictures in anyway. A friend of yours does vintage tractor runs. All he does every day is fires numbers at me. I've no idea what they are, but these two look class. It's a green tractor and a beige tractor. They look great. Them Massey 135 never give up, says Brian. Brian's in his element now. Secret. <laughs> you know, most people's cured to a hangover in Anadon and a bottle of Iron Brew. Brian's now a big chat about tractors. Uh, let me see. So what makes for a good tractor? 150 grand, says Jerry. Well, right. And farmers are always saying they're skint. Well, depends on what you're looking for. Brian gets down into it. There's no fun going on here. Brian is into the tractor stuff, he says. Depends on what you're looking for, but mainly reliability, ease of use, personal preference, and after-sales service of the machine. But mainly, like, that's all of it. (laughs) Is it reliable? Can I use it? I really like it. And if it breaks down, there's any chance you can fix it. Yeah, that's all of it. Like, it's not mainly. That's all the things you look for. That's, um, that's literally a home run. Anyway, that reminded me of um, when I used to drive for a living. I used to listen to a podcast most of the time. But I never, ever missed the farmer's half hour on news talk during the afternoon. Or used to be on, I think, once a, me- once a week, I think it might have been on. And this woman used to come on and basically tell us the woes of farmers for a half an hour. And it was amazing. If it rained, it was raining too much. If it was dry, it hasn't rained enough. If th- the the price you were getting on that milk, the price you were getting on that beef, the di- it was never. She never come on and went. Do you know what? Price of silage. It's a cracking day out there. We've had a lovely bit of rain. The ground is perfect. Jesus, the milk is bleeding massive off that farm. It's always was just giving out, and I oh, never missed the Kev. It was on news no. talk. I can't remember a woman's name. She used to go on about, I think she might have been an editor of the Farmer's Journal or whatever. It was definitely, it was, it was pieces on a Wednesday. It was one of the days during the week. But every time I come on, I used to literally get giddy in the van going, oh, here we go. Why are they giving out about this week? Um, it was absolutely brilliant. They never, ever stopped giving out. But um, t- thanks for um, thanks for reminding me of that. Um, <coughs> Brian's out walking, uh, talking about tractors to get me... Uh, Talking about tractors to get me through the hangover. There you go. He's out. He's walking. He's hung over, but this talk is getting him through it. I'm telling you. It's the it's the only medicine he needs. Start throwing like 6155M at him or, or a retractable boom or something like that. I don't know. Things like that. Uh, I presume tractable booms and stuff like that on them. Um, oh, but anyway, Kev, what's the plan for the weekend? Just looking forward to Liverpool United. Looking forward to Liverpool United. I'll be honest, I don't know what other games are on this weekend. I've no clue who else is playing. There's only one. Couldn't care less. Far and Sunday. Exactly. Yeah. That's I'm doing nothing today. Absolutely nothing. Um, tomorrow probably just watch the footy and see what's going on. I'm done for Christmas, thank God. Yeah. So I, I I don't have to be heading off to Limerick or heading up to Cork to for last minute. Thank God for Amazon. As much as yeah. I do cry them, thank God for their lifesaver at times. Yeah, but no, no dramas. No, the UFC is on at the weekend. I might try and see if I can hang that out on Saturday night. Is um, there anybody I know? Kobe Co- yeah. Covington uh, 
is fighting against Leon Edwards. All right. Uh, is is, that is, will is be Paddy good. Pimler fighting soon? I'm seeing an awful Paddy Pimler's on this. Yeah, he's on this weekend as well against Tony Ferguson. Is Ferguson was guy. He's on the main card, but oh. he Ferguson was for McGregor recently. Right. He's a hard nut. He's a proper hard nut. Pimlet will be lucky to get out of that in one right. piece. Okay. I've just seen his name in the news quite a bit over the last couple of days yeah. and said, ah, he must be fighting. Uh, Forest yeah. versus Spurs tonight, says Garmack. Arsenal Brighton could be an intriguing, uh, but the dart starts tonight. Christmas has officially arrived. Yeah, the darts does start the PDC World Championship mm-hmm. match play, whatever the fuck it's called. One of those. Um, anyway, uh, that is it. Enjoy the rest of your Friday. Don't forget, at 2.30pm, a new show coming from, from us, uh, hosted by Keith called The Helm. Is um it's it's basically it's a mini series. It's probably going to be four, five, maybe six episodes long, and it's basically about football ownership. And um, we're going to go through a couple of clubs in England, um, with regards to the, their ownership, both now in the past and what they look forward to in the future. Um, it's one that Keith has uh put a lot into, and his first guest today will be talking about Liverpool. It is Gareth Roberts, formerly of the Anfield Rap, now of the Late Challenge podcast, and he also does a bit. And this is Anfield as well, I think. So that should be a cracker. Uh, check that out from half two. If you don't get to see it, of course, it's on your members' feed, which is cool. And it will be out early next week for you to download as well. Because as a member, you get it early. You get it live. You get to interact. And then the people that aren't members, but they download, we get it a couple of days later. It's the fairest way to do it. Um, that's it. Hit like if you're in here and you haven't already. And don't forget, if you have any comments afterwards, throw them in. We read them all and we use it as good feedback. Kev, have a cracking weekend. Everyone we'll in do. the chat, have a cracking weekend as well. Liverpool to go and beat United. Um, like I said, that show I have too. Me and me and Chris are on at quarter to nine tonight, um, discussing the title episode five of six, which should be good as well. We're back on Sunday with match reaction. We're back on Sunday night with the Sunday night show, and then we do it all again next week in the run up to Christmas. And the run up to Christmas means can'ts. That's all it means. We just do shows <laughs> with can'ts in the run up to yeah. Christmas. We get There'll be no we more promise, after that. We promise to get you as many shows as we can over the Christmas. You have to allow for people. It's Christmas time. They're with their families. They're with their friends. They're doing things. So there will be bits and pieces where we might miss out, but we do bring it as much as we can over Christmas. Whether that's free shows, member shows, we do our absolute best. Um, that's it. Have a good one. Talk to you in a bit. Over and out. Podcast Network.